0: Hello, and welcome to Cage Club. Two fans, nearly 100 movies, one cage. This is episode 103, Grand Isle, from 2019. I'm Mike Manzi. And I'm Joey Lewandowski, and Mike, this is our fifth month in a row. Five in a row,
1: baby. With a new Nicolas Cage movie, we are here. Grand Isle, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. one of the more fun ones of the year.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, on the top of the list.
1: Don't know necessarily one of the better ones or
0: not, although it's it's been a mixed bag of a year. This falls into a... Maybe a new category for us, but I think there's a reason why... it's a new category? A fifth tier? N- not necessarily. Maybe like a half a tier. Okay. I'm going to just come out and say... Um House films, movies that take place in a house with like two or three people. So I thought for a long time this was going to be like Trespass 2. Right.
1: But right. it's not. It's or, not.
0: Or Inconceivable 2 or something. I don't
1: know if you saw my review on Letterboxd, but this is, this is <laughs> essentially, before you summarize the plot, it's like Trespass meets Inconceivable with a little zondaly. Oh yeah, the zondale. And that's the movie. With hints
0: at... Uh, supernatural stuff that is never addressed. Oh, okay. So I ended up having time to rewatch this last night after I watched Elvis. I rewatched this before bed. You watched it twice yesterday. So I watched this twice yesterday. Ow. I was definitely picking up on those vibes. They should have been immortal. What's up with that? So they say at one point, they're talking about their love, their one another. It's, it's Cage who
1: plays uh, Walter, mm-hmm. Mr. Walter. Mr. Walter. And his wife, whose name is Fancy. Fancy. They say something along the lines of like, We've been married. Today's our 10-year anniversary. We've been together much longer than that. Mm -hmm. What feels like multiple lifetimes. Mm -hmm. I was like, are they they vampires? And they say it like this: They are not (laughs) vampires. Multiple lifetimes. Uh, I was like, are they... And I don't want to jump ahead and spoil your plot summary, but mm-hmm. there eventually we find out that they have been capturing people and keeping them in the basement to grow babies.
0: But not to yeah but not
1: a... to consume their life force. No, no. Just to have babies because she can't have babies.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like that one horror movie we really didn't like to don't breathe. It's like a real don't breathe situation in their basement. Yes. Not draining their life force to live okay. forever.
1: Before we go further, before we talk about tears, before we talk about anything, <laughs> please okay. give us a quick plot summary of Grand Isle twenty nineteen directed by Stephen S. Campanelli. Okay.
0: I will attempt this. So
1: It is both straightforward and wildly complex. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to go in the order of the film. I'm just going to try and form an order on my own here. So it's, it's about this boy, man, guy. I <laughs> was calling him Buff Slow Joey because he looks like a ripped. <laughs> I was calling him not Kelly Colin Farrell. Okay. But I think his How name is. How old is he?
1: 25? What is this supposed he to can't be? be
0: more than 25. This is a very young okay. pup. His baby's sick. Newborn baby's got the cough. His wife. Hasn't had sex with him for six months. She doesn't feel sexy. She doesn't feel sexy after the baby, even though <laughs> keeping it right and tight and looks beautiful in this She's movie. She's gorgeous. So he goes. To, he's a handyman, and he goes to work for Cage fixing his fence. <laughs> we'll get into why he's fixing <laughs> the fence but he's fixing the fence then a big a hurricane rolls in so the which handyman which not set up until it's just like no nope, hurricane rolls in all of a sudden in. a hurricane happens so the guy has to stay over at Cage's house with him and because. his and his crazy oh because uh his car won't start exactly dis- but we find out I think we find out they dismantled this car in order to but get But they don't confirm stay. that. But there's no confirmation. There's zero confirmation going on in this movie on anything. There's just full commitment. Yeah. He has is forced to stay overnight with Cage and Fancy. They are sort of pitting him to help kill each other, sort of, kind of. Cage wants him to kill his wife, then the wife wants him to kill Cage, and then he tries to pit them against each other. Something don't look-ish is going on in the basement. Although, Um. (laughs) I don't think that was the plan at all. I think that was just like a game they were playing, because I think by the end, they don't want to kill one another no it turns out that uh they're just fucking with this kid i don't know why they to did. what end i don't know they didn't strap him up in the basement and try and force him to make babies with anybody yet the guy ends up woke up on the side of the road in a torah pickup truck with a dead body next to him and that's what kelsey grammar comes into the picture although he's been in this story all along you just don't realize it yeah. um it's sort of like a wraparound that that comes back together in the last 15 minutes of the movie uh he's interrogated he convinces Kelsey Grammer to go back to the house. To go to the house. There's a really great scene of awkward silence mm-hmm. for like five and a half straight minutes. Yep. <laughs> while they search the place, they find a, a house of nightmares in the basement that we never see.
1: We just hear noises through doors. Cage
0: says maybe one of my favorite lines in any movie ever where he says, Officer, my cat's in the tree. Can you shoot him out for me and get him down? Uh, and then he takes off in his car. Maybe he escaped. The wife gets uh, – Fancy is put in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. A few weeks later, maybe a month later, the kid the, that was helping the, – the guy was down on his luck. Like he, He's at a diner. Cage shows also, up. Also, in the meantime, he has slept with Fancy at the house. Oh yeah, we're going to get his in. wife finds out about it and she leaves him. Mm-hmm. She
1: takes the baby and leaves. So that's why he's down on his luck. Yeah,
0: he's, he's so during the interrogation, everything comes out that he slept with Fancy and this and that. And the wife finds out, and because um, he's a horny dude, he, he hasn't gotten it he's in six months. Smash. It's been six months, man. It's probably been longer if his wife's been pregnant too. You know, so like a year and six mm. months. No, 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 no. They had sex while they were pregnant. I, absolutely. She felt sexy, pregnant, but not. The way she, lo- anyway, yeah. okay, we'll get into that movie. So he's down on his luck. He's, so he's his diner. down on his luck. Is at the diner, and all of a sudden you hear Cage. No, just gunshots, yep. just ring through the diner, and Cage is cleanly shaven in his Marine uniform because this movie, for some reason, well, the only reason it takes place in the nineteen eighties is so that Cage could be a seventeen-year-old nom that when it do they <laughs>
1: establish the year?
0: There's a title card. Yeah, 1988. Is do we have do we know where? No. I'm going to say the deep south.
1: Well, they met in New Orleans cuz she
0: was a jazz singer and he yeah. showed up, but we don't know it's somewhere in the south. It's somewhere in the south. Okay. You see like when they show the hurricane damage, it looks like modern hurricane damage, not from the 80s. Cage is in the parking lot holding the guy's wife at gunpoint with the kid in the car. And yep. he's yelling all kinds of crazy shit about what he's been talking about a lot during the movie about how, he's, you know, we came back from Vietnam and they spit on us. And it's like, OK, this is this is all new. Like, I've it's never heard of this a in a movie. July situation. Ultimately, what ends up happening is Cage commits suicide by police. Suicide by cop. Kelsey Grammer shows up and they have one of the greatest... Kit for tats that I've seen in recent movies. Wouldn't call it the greatest, but go on. I was just so happy that they finally were like, how you doing there, now? And he's like, I don't know, now. And he's like, let's go grab a beer there, now. Well, one of the two bits of trivia on IMDb is
1: that this is the first collaboration between Nicolas Cage and Kelsey Grammer, and they are in exactly one scene together for about 90
0: seconds. Yeah, and Kelsey Grammer ends up helping to blow the shit out. <laughs> he blows yes. him away. Cage dies in a hail of glorious bullets. Yeah, that's the and then and then we have that that really weird end part where uh the handyman's in the I keep call him handyman because I don't know his name. Bobby Billy, something Buddy, he, uh, no buddy. buddy. He's being he's healing in the hospital and that's what Kelsey Grammar tells him about the nightmare in the basement. But we get it from fancies voiceover I don't know she says something right and then he's like yeah they were gu- they were kidnapping guys and girls and forcing them to have sex with each other because they couldn't have their own kids and they were trying to have like a family of weirdos We learned it from a news broadcast That's Okay, radio news That's broadcast what it is.
1: They held teens in their basement quote and forced them to have babies against their will The movie opens with fancy <laughs> as the southern Dell opening a door to two knockoff Girl Scouts. Yes. Are we to believe that they are children that they've had, or are they just children that they've abducted? Because they come back in the end, and I don't understand the relationship to
0: fancying. I think it turned out that they, they, abducted, they abducted those girls because this movie. Cause starts... They were found emaciated in the basement. Yes, because this movie starts three times. But what's weird is, why are they kidnapping children and Cause they having want new children? Because they want kids, however they They just want them. kids. Yeah. I mean, it would make so much more sense if they this needed their life force. This movie is
1: also mixed. The sound mixing is terrible. Mm-hmm. And there's so many lines of dialogue where I'm like, I get like 75% and then the last word. Like at the end, the wife says something like, I always love magics. <laughs> but I don't know if it's magics or not.
0: It almost doesn't matter. It's no. almost like about just the mannerisms and the way that their uh, characters are carrying themselves. But there's like a few lines I wrote down. One in particular is like... Cage will let you know when he needs to be understood and he's like, when was the last time you had your cock, uh, sucked? You know, like, he'll do stuff I, like
1: that. I timestamp that one because I'm going to pull that audio because that is a, uh, a great line delivery.
0: I mean, I can tell you I having problems at home. Now, an example. Uh, when was the last time you had your uh, cock, Um uh, so, there's a lot of mumbledness going on, and I was like, it does, I don't care what they're saying. Like, I'm having so much fun without it.
1: I fluctuated between really, really enjoying this movie and like kind of being bored by it. I think in the end, like I said, aside from a score to settle, which I am in- incredibly biased because it has my name shouted over and over again, Showing. I think this was my favorite cage of the year. Okay. Okay. I think what's nice about it is that it's a very compact story. It's basically just a three-person, one house, one setting for most of it. Yeah. Although yeah. the movie starts, like you're we saying, Southern Belle. Abducts the children. Then
0: we have breaking in energy, a
1: burglary. To what is it? Just it's, a- it's, this is Cage's.
0: I think it's just his character introduction. That he wakes up in the middle of the night, grabs a gun, and shoots the burglar in the back. Because the burglar sneaks in and tries to get out the front door. And he's like, "It's locked. I don't know how to get
1: out of here." And then Cage. <laughs> Shows you know, up. He runs out, and then the that's guy... when they break the fence, yeah. because he runs away, Cage shoots him, he
0: falls through the fence. Is the
1: burglary, does it have anything to do with the kids
0: in the basement? No, Not right? only no, I also thought when we cut, because next we're going to cut to the interrogation scene of the guy with Kelsey Grammer, I thought he was the guy who got shot. I thought he was the guy who got shot, and then they're talking about, they're referencing Cage, I was like, oh, he killed Cage. Yeah, and I was like, and then they but start flashing he's back. back. He's also
1: talking about Fancy in the present tense, like she is, she is, not she was, so I'm like, right. Fancy's still alive, Cage... We don't he's not talking about Kate so like oh he killed Kate I'm like Kate's going to die no No. he's been captured so that the seems to have been first <laughs> abduction with children abduction of children that we don't see the abduction just the girls the girls got seven cookies then burglary then smash cut to Foghorn Leghorn Kelsey Grammer mm-hmm. interrogating Buff Joey mm-hmm. about murdering someone but we don't know that it's the guy that he finds in the house upstairs in the house
0: the garage I thought don't know not the basement. Yeah, because it turns out, like, he'll get knocked out with a frying pan at one point and wake up in a ditch and where Kelsey Grammer finds him with a dead body. He doesn't believe this crazy story that we're, listening. like, the whole movie, Kelsey Grammer's like, why don't you tell me the story? And, you know, and he hits the record button, yep. and then your favorite thing happens. an entire movie flashback. <laughs> the entire thing hinges on the fact that
1: he finds this guy, maybe in the garage, holding a scrap of fabric, and then they find mm-hmm. out that just coincidentally, this other detective, who we haven't seen all movie, no. is just like, hey, Kelsey Grammer, I just happen to remember in the newspaper, <laughs> there was this Japanese girl. She was wearing this dress. I think that's the fabric. Let's go ask him and they ask he's like yeah that's it like cool that's enough for a search warrant (laughs) they all go to the house they have four cops go in and they know to look in the basement but they're like they make a show of like going upstairs going left going right and then they're like all right time to go downstairs and two cops go downstairs and there's the female detective who remembered the newspaper and then there is or the other cop or whatever it gets two of them watching cage and fancy yeah and then the two cops go downstairs, and then they basically disappear into a vacuum of silence. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what you are talking about before. There's, like, five minutes of Warless. And then she's just like, I'm going to go take a look. And she goes downstairs, and she tells the guy, keep an eye on them, which I'm already, like... Th- He's outnumbered. This yeah, is a, yeah, this yeah. is bad.
0: And we know they're crazy.
1: We already know they're crazy. He doesn't necessarily, but also still like it's it's always like when you when you're driving at night on the highway and you see a car that's pulled over and there's like four <laughs> cops. It's like this must be something. It's like no, just because like if, if a cop's pulled over, another cop pulls over yeah, just for backup or whatever. Up. So like it's excessive. But then they have one against two, and they're on their home turf, and it feels like he's like a rookie cop, mm-hmm. and then he starts to be like, well, maybe I should go downstairs. I'm like, don't leave everybody. <laughs> and that's when Cage says the line about you know my my cat's in a tree can you shoot it down can you shoot it down punches this guy right move runs to his mustang which we established he had a mustang he drives off and fancy's like god damn it <laughs> yeah and the fancy they find the people downstairs but we don't see the people it's just like no, basically we don't see it. Any of it
0: we see like little evidence lettering and stuff but it's so great because Cage is like i am going down for your shit and she's like i ain't gonna lose the house and it's like who cares about the fucking house unless there's like a lazarus pit in the basement that you're like sucking the life force out of these kids with. <laughs> and so they go away and then that's where all the sort of the dominoes tumble into effect that that's oh, yeah. when
1: everything and like there's just like the unclear amount of time that flashes forward where it's just they let Buddy go and then Buddy loses the wife and he sort of drinks himself into a stupor but then she comes back and I guess
0: presumably it's a happy ending I guess? I guess. I mean maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's an ending. I mean, there's so many things that go on in this movie, though, in that house during that storm. It's, I mean, even before the storm, like as soon as the guy arrives, Cage has an issue with him. He's like, "I needed a handyman, but I didn't need like a hot one, unless that was the game." Like, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, is he a cuckold, or are they fucking with this kid? And is this what they do? Because, like, again, my favorite—maybe my favorite scene in any movie ever. Now, the kids painting, fixing the fence. Yeah. Cage is sitting on the porch, oh, boy. drinking a case of Blue Ribbon. Yep. He goes and he puts the bottles up on the fence. Upside down, like the empty, like the neck of the bottle on the top of each fence post. And I'm like, what the hell is happening here? And then like a minute later, you see him on the roof. With a rifle. With a rifle shooting the beer bottles. Your feet, mere feet like, away from Buddy. Dude, like a foot, like inches away from this guy. I I don't know what it means. I don't know what's going on. And then Buddy gets all mad and, Andy, and then Casey just goes, there you are. As if he's like trying to rile him up and find like the inner anger of this, like, I had no idea well, what was Well, because there's
1: also, like, this Navy-Marines
0: rivalry that's never fully established, oh, yeah. and he also saw some stuff on a boat,
1: and Cage is like, I know what you saw. And the guy's like, A, how do you know what I saw? But <laughs> B, I still don't know what he saw, other than, like, his friend was in pain, writhing around, and he ran away. Like, Cage knew this yeah. guy was a coward, but also, how does he know that? Maybe he saw it in his matter? eyes? I don't, I don't know. know. But, but also, <laughs> part of this is that the movie starts, like, when we get back to Cage and Fancy together, and she is... Again, and I have an idea for a game that I later, because we talk about this a lot, especially you keep track of this. We had the Cage Club revisited bingo. I want to go yeah. through and check off on the bingo list. I just want to keep a tally of like okay. how many bingo things. I but have a few. Had at one point, an attractive woman found him irresistible. At one point, because they're married, she is beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. She comes down. She's like serenading him. She's singing to him. She's like <laughs> basically happy birthday, Mr. President, but like a song about their anniversary. Yeah, and he's a- he doesn't respond. And she lifts up his sunglasses, <laughs> and he's asleep. And she slaps him in the face, <laughs> and then he follows upstairs, and she's in, like, this, like, nighty. and she turns around. She's, like, wearing a thong. Like, you can see her, like, basically her mm-hmm. full ass, and she's just like, I want to sex you up, and he's like, I don't really, uh, I'm too old, like, whatever. Yeah. So then Buddy shows up to fix the fence, and she comes out in this dress, and she's like, oh, let me give you some iced oh, tea, iced and Cage tea. gets upset, but I guess that's part of the game, I did, but I, I don't, don't know, because the whole thing is... <laughs> she is like I want to fuck you while Cage is asleep mm-hmm. and Cage is like I need you to kill her with cyanide because she's got blood cancer and <laughs> she's about to die yes and then he has the idea that they're both crazy which he write like pretty Correct. quickly? he's like oh no they're both lunatics because mm-hmm. also at dinner she's got his foot and she's rubbing it on his dick like, yeah, like yeah, on, yeah. across his and, jeans and they end up banging he bangs her anyway well yeah because he anyway. goes upstairs right and then she's like telling him about her fantasy like she changes basically in front of him yeah. into this like very revealing nightgown you know i've never been with a younger guy here's my fantasy like he he kisses me all the way down he's in front of me he opens my legs and she's like pawing up his mm-hmm. thigh and he's like she's like do you want me to stop and he's like uh no six months and then she like does like one more step he's like no nah, i gotta go uh, and, then, <laughs> and then he leaves and cage brings him upstairs like look my wife's dying i need you to kill her he comes back downstairs all of a sudden she's, she's in, in the, the bath, bath. <laughs> with candles everywhere leg hanging out he's like okay i'm gonna bang her and then he, she finds the cyanide
0: yep and he's like, your husband hired me to kill you. They
1: pull a Shaggy, and they're banging on the bathroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Because they're about to bang. Oh, that's right. They, they're about to bang, and then he trips over the footstool, and Cage wakes up and comes yeah, upstairs, and yeah, that's yeah. when they go up to the
0: attic, where there's all the guns. Well, well, yeah, like, he goes downstairs to fall asleep on the couch, and then he wakes up when the thunder sh- the thunder and lightning, and he wakes up to Cage watching him sleeping with a gun in yes. his hand, and yes. he's like, we're going to talk. Yeah. And that's when they go to the attic, and he tells him about Nam and everything, and he sees guns, and they're drinking, and then he's like, kill my wife. Yeah. Like, give 20,000 dollars.
1: After they sleep together or whatever he they find this if she finds this side they know and then there's just like it becomes chaos. Yeah, it's
0: the confrontation. Cage is like boarding up the windows cuz of the hurricane. Yeah, so she and- like st- she dabs stabs in the, him hand? the hand
1: and then he punches her right in the face and he st- he
0: Classic eventually Cage.
1: ties Cage up to a banister and it's just like lady you're crazy I'm out of here I'm gonna take the Cage no actually I'm gonna leave when- he's bringing the woman with her right Like that was the idea yeah cause I don't think he thinks her. that she's crazy I think he thinks Cage is crazy because Cage wanted to kill her but then that kind of breaks bad and then you find out that, that like Cage is like why, yeah. why did they stab me so hard cause
0: he tries to go in the basement remember Cage is like oh, tell, him about your, yes. tell him about your secrets why don't you tell him more about, about all All your secrets that you're keeping, and she's like, "You shut up about that." The basement, and then she starts like shooting at him. That's when he runs into the garage and finds the guy paralyzed. Oh my god! I think he's like being just sedated. I think he's like, I don't know, paralyzed, but he's up to like an
1: IV drip or whatever just to stay alive. And it felt like they were abducting because he also looks military. Like he also looks like a young kind of military guy. I guess they're breeding with a (laughs) Japanese girl. I I don't don't know. know. And there's
0: something Vietnam going on with that. Asian girl that day kid. You know Mary what I'm Watchmen. saying? Like, cage it's very has... Watchman. It's very in right oh, now. Oh, yeah. For sure. So ultimately, what ends up happening is, like, right as the guy, as Buddy's about to, like, escape, Fancy hits him with a frying pan. Yes. Unties Cage, and he's like, why wow, you hit me so hard? All that kind of stuff went about, I think. And then he, and then the guy wakes up in the ditch on the side of the road. In his with, truck. In his truck. With a with the... with
1: soldier who was alive, barely alive, holding the scrap of fabric. Right.
0: Not the guy who was shot in the back, breaking and entering. Though. Correct. I think that guy. Different think,
1: guy. He probably, they, they probably called the cops and just like took that away, because that...
0: I don't know. I don't okay. know. Or they just buried it somewhere in the bog, Beggar's Canyon. Pine <laughs> Barons of New Orleans. Exactly.
1: One thing we have not mentioned is that this entire movie, until the very, very
0: end, cages and in mutton chops. Oh, he looks amazing. And he's
1: also chomping on a cigar for most of the movie.
0: Drinking. They drink so many different types of booze in this movie. He drinks... Mint julep. He drinks a mint julep. He drinks wine. He, he drinks, like, whiskey. He drinks, like, the bourbon whiskey. He drinks the, the, the beers. Basically, every type of alcohol is consumed in this movie he's having a rough go of it and he's drunk though i mean his character passes out like three times like it's incredible. and it's always in that chair like he's just like <laughs> he's, this is where i'm gonna stay now he's got his pass out chair like he's got the sunglasses we don't see him shave but he comes back at the end clean shaven
1: yes yes so yes, yes.
0: it's like a half a point i guess for cage
1: shaves and i think that's because like i wonder if he's miserable because of the wife or if feet. like it's just like i don't know what the cause and effect is you know when she's serenading him and she slaps him and he goes upstairs and she's like i want you to do what a man's supposed to do you know no paint the house mow the lawn make love to me like a real man instead of sitting on your lazy ass and getting drunk all day. He like puts his hand around her throat. She's like, let's see if you got mm-hmm. the balls to hurt me. She's just like, whoa, like there. But I also don't know, is that
0: part of the game too? I think that's more of their they, that's, that's been their going on for dynamic. a while, I think. like If Cage is impotent or something, like that's her way to get him hard or rile him up or try and get him like vivacious. And I think that's what she's doing with the guy too because at one point she's like, I want you to fuck me in front of him. And Cage is sitting there tied up. He's like, I don't want to see that! <laughs> like- that's not part of it. Like that felt improved. <laughs> I don't know. The entire score
1: is very Twin Peaksy. There's a lot of twangy guitars, which I guess is maybe just sort of South. I yeah. also, I guess, in that sense, David Lynch sense, kind of a little bit wild at heart. But I don't oh, want to compare this at I, all. I, the wild I was getting
0: more of sort of that True Detective Carcosa mm. sort of vibe okay. going on here. Sure. <laughs> you
1: know, like because not only <laughs> do they hint at the fact that they're vampires, which again they are not, but she's got voodoo dolls all yes, over the house, like used. Well, she's like she's
0: like playing with. One early on, I'm like, is that for Cage? And then there's just like a bunch of them. And and she's playing with it in front of one of them in front of the window in front of Buddy fixing the fence. I was like, is she gonna conjure up some kind of thing here? And then there's you're right, there's like a lot of other ones. Some of them are upside down. It's like is she trapping souls in these things and then using their life force to live forever? That would have been great. I was wondering if there's so there's two different kind of themes that I was wondering if this movie was trying to hit on, and
1: I don't know. There's one thing like neither of the marriages are a good marriage. Like the Mm -hmm. Cage and Fancy, the the Mister Walter. And fancy marriage is obviously <laughs> dysfunctional. And the buddy and his wife, who I don't know her name, is dysfunctional. I don't think she's named, yeah. Her name is Lisa. Okay. Their marriage is not doing well because she's going through her own thing and he, I mean, it makes a little bit more sense but she's also like overly aggressive toward him but you could also say that he's not really respecting her and he's also not around and it seems mm-hmm. like they're just financially struggling and he's trying to hustle, I think, and she's like, I just need you to get a job. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't care what you do but like, we need money.
0: Yeah, do something.
1: It's just like, I was wondering if there's if it's about marriage. But they're also wondering, like, is it an anti-war movie or is it a pro-war, like a pro-veterans? Like, I can't tell because, like, the messages are all over the place. But there's, there's a lot of focus on military and service and veterans.
0: There is. So I don't but, know what but, end. but it's the 80s. I was saying, like, if this movie took place today, there'd be no difference. I mean, they're only, uh, they're only doing it so that Cage could be a non-vet because – they're so deep in the South that cell phones wouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? There's a hurricane anyway. It's like all these modern conveniences do not factor into this needing to be a period piece at right. all. I am flummoxed by all of the military integration into the, all that talk, all of that stuff, because it just seems so dated, even to today's standards for movies that are coming out about the war now and stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, I love that Cage is playing a non vet, you know, and kind of using like that. A, but you can like play like a Gulf War vet. Exactly. Like, there's no reason that it's Vietnam specifically. Plus, I think he said he was 17. Is that possible? I that mean, he, he was 17 sa- the best of times when he was afraid of going off to war.
1: So but I knows? mean, can, I thought we thought you had to be 18 to be drafted. Well, the average age in Vietnam was 19. Then the 19, so Paul Hardcastle thought uh, it was that. that. Okay. But
0: I don't know. I mean, so, that does yeah. not, that's neither here and nor all, there. All of the military stuff, I, I kind of, as soon as they just made the exchange early on, I was like, oh, I, I was a Marine and I was on the Navy. He's like, don't call me a jarhead. And I was like, all right, that's the last I sort of thought of it until he showed up at the end in his uniform. And I was like, he's trying to make a point again, just like Rambo did did, right, Wait, he's just, he's doing the John Rambo speech again, and he does it earlier in the, in the attic, too, he's like, I came home, spit on me, you know, and it's like,
1: you were 17! Like, I don't know. <laughs> when Cage met Fancy, Fancy describes him as an alluring mix of strange, courage, and hope. And I was like, that's... A, Whoa. All right, that's Wait, fine. that's
0: like how you describe like Superman. Strange, courage, and hope. Like, News none... broke.
1: I just texted you last night that they offered Cage to play Superman yes. on the Crisis on Infinite Earths, which, I mean,
0: please oh. let up... I mean, it's not happening, but... What's cool, just a quick one, I mean, because I geek out on that, they got Brendan Routh back to play the Superman he played in Superman Returns, but Brandon Routh also plays the Adam so like he's going to be playing two two characters Love it. on that crossover so that's great At one point Cage asked Buddy
1: you like you like a football man? He said, no, I like baseball. He's uh, like, ah, oh, soft sport. I was like, of course he hates baseball because
0: sculling, sculling. sculling went away because of baseball. So Cage's characters always hate baseball. Cage did a great demonstration. Like, okay, so when he's telling him about the cyanide, it was it cyanide or strychnide? cyanide, right? Yes. When he's telling Buddy about the cyanide and he's like, you want me to use cyanide? And he's like, yeah, you know, pour it on the rag, put it on the mouth. And he goes, duh, 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 uh, huh. And he's like, like an airline steward, like... <laughs> Pour it on the rag. <laughs> you know that
1: this is a good movie because sporadically throughout the movie there's just news broadcasts they're like oh we need to
0: explain what's going on in the oh. world oh you mean like another teenage boy was abducted this That's is floor. a lot of teenage boys <laughs> that have been abducted
1: because <laughs> they say that and then the next note I have is that he finds the basement he's like what's in here and Fancy goes bad things real bad things
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, just kidding knock <laughs> down there though and there's three <laughs> locks on the door and Cage did that earlier to him when he said he's like you call me a jarhead I might just have to like bash your face in and then it's like he waits like an extra two beats and then he's like no I'm just fucking with you <laughs>
1: I realized while watching this movie that the actress who plays Fancy, who's Kadi Strickland, maybe pronounce Katie, K A D E E, capital D, is basically a brunette Nikki Whelan, Nikki Whelan mm. from Inconceivable, Nikki mm-hmm. Whelan from Left Behind, and Nikki Whelan from Doggy Dog. The trifecta of oh movies, right, oh my, that gosh. is just like this hyper crazy blonde in those three movies, where it's just like I'm here and I'm just bringing the crazy. Like that's my character. I'm bringing the crazy, and here feels like she's brunette. Like she's just like let's just have a let's just have a ball with it. Like this mm. is like a soap opera horror movie. She's describing she can't have kids and she's like, medically. It's like, I know, really? What other way? (laughs) Emotionally? Like, yeah, like you wouldn't say I can't have kids emotionally. I mean, I guess you could, but she's like, I medically can't have children. It's like, yeah, I assumed
0: (laughs) when you were like saying we can't have children. Never take a tour of a house from this woman. You know wait. what I do
1: to myself when I fantasize?
0: And I could probably guess. There's some great lingering shots in this movie. There's one of the basement with all like the like the quadruple locks where she's like, oh, I'm just kidding. And then they, they, they sort of zoom in super well, slow Well, there's the on one it, and then... where
1: when the rain starts and he can't start the car and he goes and he like, his hand reaches for the doorknob and it's like an extreme close-up and super slow-mo. And it's like, why is this a big thing? And then they smash cut back to Foghorn Leghorn. And he's like, <laughs> so
0: you went back in the house. It's like, wait, is that? That's it. That's like the revelation. So, so then there's another shot when they're at the dinner table and Fancy's stirring the stew. And it's like this long lingering shot on the stew as if like she poisoned it, you're supposed to think. And then they're not even eating the stew. They're well, like, they're like drinking. having lamb or chicken or something else and just drinking. And that's when he slams the mint julep. Well, I think that's when you're supposed to be like, oh, there's something am- amiss with her too. But like, just like, let it happen. But I knew it from the start. Anyway, and she... Yeah, she's always
1: singing those old songs and stuff. Like, so it seems like Cage's big hang-up in this movie is that he was supposed to die with his team at Vietnam because he
0: got... Yeah, it's a Lieutenant Dan situation.
1: He got hurt. He got shrapnel. He mm-hmm. was the only one who got hurt. They sent him home, and then two weeks later, his entire team went down got in a blaze wiped, of bullets. Yeah, got wiped and out. he's like, I should have been there with them. I should have gone down in a blaze of bullets. So like, he's not mournful of, like, his time in Vietnam. He, like, wishes... He, that he died
0: See that's the only thing That kind of throws off The immortality Is that I could have died I should have died in Nam Like I understand the idea Like you live forever You just want to die But that it was Such a specific moment In his life Where he could have Actually Died like he was in mortal danger, you know, and like wants that again, and that that's the he's only just way. that high, I guess, and I guess, and that's the only thing that really—that's the only string that pulls apart the whole like vampire theory. Really, is you know the Nam story. Like if that wasn't in here, and he was just a maniac or something, or or if that was a lie, I wasn't even sure if that was true until the end. And he comes back. Well, in his what uniform. I would love is that if they were a vampire and he's telling a story about Nam, but it's actually the Civil War. Ooh, yeah, a little like True Blood, but action. it's not that at all. Little Bill Compton.
1: He offers Buddy twenty thousand dollars to kill his wife. He's like, I know you got money problems. I know your kid's sick. Here's twenty thousand dollars. He offers a bag of money. I don't know who's on the hundred dollar bill on the top. It's, not <laughs> it's not like Benjamin it's Franklin. like Princess
0: Diana. It's like a bank. It's a note. Banksy money. It's great it, it, early on when he's negotiating with the cigar. He's like, i oh, you're negotiating man. He's like trying to talk with the cigar. And he's like, I'll do it, but I can't do it for two hundred. He's like, Okay, three fifty. I was like, Wait, this is
1: not a negotiation. You're just offering him more money. Well, no, because he's like he's like two hundred dollars or whatever. And Katie's like, I'll give you 250 if you finish today. And the guy's like, it's 350 goes $240. And he's just—he's like, no, he's going to keep going down. He's like, all right, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> not Pawn Stars, it is. <laughs> when they go to the bathroom and Fancy's in the bath, mm. she's listening to Strange Fruit by Billie Holiday. Yes. Which is a song that Kanye sampled in Blood on the Leaves. Oh. Which is a song, she says, written by a white person. Yes. But it's about black people yes, hanging it. from trees. Right. But that is not a theme that's touched on here. No. That is not a thing that they discuss about the song. Ever. It's just like hey, I'm listening to a song about like the brutal history of the South, but we're not going to explain the song, and we're not going to talk about it. She's like, you know, this was written by a white guy, so <laughs> let's talk about something different now. You know
0: what this movie feels like to me a lot is that like the screenwriter gets to a point and just kind of, where can I take a left turn even if it doesn't make any sense and it does that with the dialogue sometimes too where it's like he just, she just needed something to say at that moment after they found this really creepy song he probably did some research it was like oh I'll use this as dialogue da 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 which is why I also think originally his wife did have blood cancer the whole idea was to kill her until the point until like she finds the vial and then I feel like the screenwriter's like no I've changed my mind like let's make her not have blood cancer and see where this takes me and then that's why there's like this very inconsistent is it a game? Is it for real? Who's playing what? You know, who's playing who against who? There's no way to discern like a clear understanding of, like, what's happening. Well, because I don't think there's consistent logic in any element of this, like, at all. Like, either no. narratively or
1: consistent within a character or just <sighs> what's happening from scene to scene, because it does feel like, you're right, like, just like, now this is the new story. Like, this, this yeah. new scene, this is this is, or, so, this is what the movie's about it, now.
0: It's why I also think that we keep cutting back to Kelsey Grammer, because otherwise at it's one just, point... It's just resetting things? At one point in the movie, we would have just had 15 minutes at the end of Kelsey Grammer interrogating a guy. Because the screenwriter's like, all right, now I want him to be, like, found on the side of the road by the cops. And so in order for the movie not to, like, come to this abrupt halt with a half hour left where we're sitting at the cop station Like they broke it up and they put it out throughout the movie and so we finally like loop back at the end to it because otherwise it makes no sense to be cutting back and forth like that they're not filling in any gaps no it's like all right so like you see him go up to the room with fancy and then they cut back and he's like so you had sex with her and he's like i sure did and then they cut back and they've had sex so it's not like any new information is coming from these interrogation scenes so I mean, bizarre. I appreciate
1: because I understand like what they're trying to do, but I just think they probably could have done it in many better way. I don't know. There's a lot of <laughs> windows that break in this movie. I mean, there was a hurricane, and so like what what allows oh. them oh. to attack Cage is that the he's banging, he's boarding up the window, and then the branch breaks in. And I think that's when she stabs or something, and then like. She, yeah. He gets knocked away. And then when they go upstairs, yes. when they're chasing after him, there's like that stained glass circular window that shatters. And he's somehow like, I don't know, like the Dude. the glass flies across the room. He's like eight or 10 feet from the window and he gets
0: a gigantic shard in his back. He is stabbed by the wind. Yeah. Like literally the wind breaks in the stained glass window and a huge shard just it's goes like the flying happening. into his shoulder blade. It's
1: like the happening.
0: It is like the happening. Or, or it's like, why not have the house be possessed? In the first place or something, like, filled with the souls of all the people they've sucked the life force out of.
1: Have you seen Mindhunter? Did you watch Mindhunter?
0: No, no. That's the Netflix show? Yeah. So
1: there's... So it's about two or or three, because it depends on how they go, but two or three... there's, There's... two FBI agents in this like outside consultant who comes and joins tour. the FBI who are profiling serial killers. Like they're basically like they establish in the series, in the course of the show like they're amalgamations of a handful of different people but they define they create the term serial killer oh. talking about these multiple murderers these like sexual compulsive people or whatever. But there is a tactic that they use in that show that they use in a lot of movies where they're interrogating someone and then they stop the tape recorder and then they like say some real shit or whatever right and they do that here like kelsey Grammer is interrogating he's talking up he's hearing the story from buddy
0: and then he stops the record he goes i think you're a lying little motherfucker <laughs> Oh, you know what else is amazing about the interrogation scene? Buddy is still had the shit kicked out of him. Like, he is bleeding on the floor the entire interrogation. Wouldn't they, even if it was, like, real life... Oh, yeah, and, like, it's fresh. Like he, it's, it's fresh, it's... and he's sent home like that. Even as he's being interrogated, they'd have a medic in there at least, like, wiping him down so You also have or to think something. about it, so, like, Cage beats the shit out of him,
1: right? Presumably, they, they knock him out, hours go by, and they put him in the car, and they drive... They put him and the other guy in the car. They kill the guy Yeah. They put them both in the car. Somehow start they it. They drive... Well they fix it They fix fix it They fix the car They drive it wherever Come back to the house They call the cops Leave in a tip or whatever Like oh there's a dead guy In the car (laughs) Cops go They bring him back they They handle the other guy
0: They get the interrogation Room set up Like this is hours And hours and hours And he's basically Still oozing blood Yeah Fancy has no black eye from being punched as hard as possible by Cage in the face when the cops Because she's a vampire. And there's no gunshots in the hallway, in the walls, from when she shot at Buddy from trying to get into the basement earlier. Like, the cops walk right by. There actually is one gunshot, like, in the, like, side of the doorway or something. And the cops, like, walk right by it and don't even notice it because they're (laughs) amazing cops. I was like, the gunshots!
1: They also hired, and I don't know if it was a choice. I don't know if it's just the actor they have. But, like, the cops that they have have, like, the most stereotypically hickish hillbilly voices they are just like, well, gee, mister, like, we're here to search your house. It's like, yeah, is I, that intentional or is that just like what the actor sounds like?
0: Are they trying to match whatever's between Kelsey Grammer and Nick Cage, like those two accents? They're just like, do somewhere, and you've got a lot of range to work with, so just do somewhere between those two. The last
1: line of the movie, or the last line that Cage says at least, is that when he's about to get suicided by cop, he's like, gunslingers, which was his mm-hmm. his Marines, yeah, gunslingers signing out and he like, Pushes Buddy, pulls out a second gun, doesn't shoot any... I think he, maybe he shoots Buddy. Like, Buddy gets no, a No, Buddy bullet, gets shot, but like, collateral weird, damage. But, like, I don't know how, because all the cops, like...
0: Dude, they... I know this is an audio medium, <laughs> but, like,
1: Cage is here with Buddy, right? Yeah. And all the cops are here. Yeah. And they're all aiming this way. Cage pushes Buddy towards his car with his wife and the baby, and Buddy's, like, staggering backwards, and he takes a bullet here. So I guess Cage... Has to be the one who shoots him because all the other bullets are coming oh, from the front that way. that could be, yeah. But, like, he doesn't shoot. But I don't see him shoot. It's just weird. But, like, bully We're, takes a bullet. Yeah. He's fine, though. Mm-hmm. And then all the other cops just blow
0: cage away. The, the other crazy thing is, like, each cop, there's, like, five or six of them. They all unload. Like full clips, Cage gets shot three times. Like he shot, you see like three squib yep. marks on him. But they just and he goes down unloaded. He goes down in slow mo, but he
1: also like puts himself down in slow mo, just like <laughs> yeah. like frozen. He just like I'm gonna lower myself <laughs> to the ground with the same face on me.
0: Well, he had a great shot like that earlier when he was um, listening to the door when Buddy was upstairs on his oh, yeah. back and like fa- fancy something? fancy like used her heel to unbuckle his pants. Remember that and like kicked the button under the door and he kind of so like Cage. Like just leans into the frame, onto the door, and just like leans back out of the frame. Which, by the way, when we record the Viva Pod Vegas episode next, go listen to our Elvis
1: podcast. There is at the very end of Viva Pod Vegas, there's the scene where Elvis <laughs> sticks his head out the door yes. and just sees Glenda and Tex making out. I'm like, please let there be a free stream at the end of the movie, but there's like another like thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, scene. he has to make out. But like I know, but like I was just like there's a lot of door, a lot of door work in these yeah. movies. The only other trivia that I had, the only there's two bits of trivia. Number one, first collaboration between Cage and Kelsey Grammer. The other one was that the original screenplay, better name because Grand Isle is just like the name of the
0: island. And but there's I, another movie named Grand Isle, it's but not this a good is not name. a remake. No,
1: the original screenplay was called
0: Fancy Buddy and Mr. Walter. So much better, which is a great name. A thousand times better. <laughs> it's so good. The one other thing that's bothering me too, especially after you got like, not that you got this in my head, but on um, second rewatch when I was really going yes. after that like. Immortality thing There's an eternal flame On their front door You know And I was trying Constantly like There's some cult shit Going on but in this movie there and
1: had to have been In one version of the script yes, That they were
0: to. Either like Practicing voodoo Or
1: practicing black magic Or were immortal mm-hmm. Or thought they were Because they are There are multiple references <laughs> too and many And there is absolutely no payoff to any of it.
0: No. There's too much going on for it not to have been a, an idea at some it's point. It's crazy. I say they should have ran with that shit like that cuz you know what it made me think of uh, and I don't want to spoil too much for listeners but the end of Ready or Not, right? Did you see that coming? Ready or Not when um spoilers if you have not seen Ready or Not,
1: jump ahead like 30 seconds. Are they actually like is this actually like magic or is this not and then yeah. they all just like and it is. Die. And at the end like, it oh, turns out the devil's there. And I shit. was
0: like that's fucking great. Like yeah. they did that really really well and I was Definitely, like, there's so much room for that. And I was like, is that gonna happen? Are we gonna get to the very end? And there's gonna be like a séance, and they're gonna like stab this guy, and it's just gonna go completely into left field for the last ten minutes or something. No, unfortunately. Well,
1: it's not. also kind of like, and I think that you, with the with the title like this, and this is also maybe spoilers. If you want to avoid spoilers for a movie that I have not named yet, skip ahead 15 or 30 <laughs> seconds. But like the House of the Devil. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Where it's like 80. It's like a, a slow burn, 85 minute movie, and you're like. Is this like what's going? It's weird, and then all of a sudden you she gets knocked down. It's like it's a séance. No. It's like yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Okay,
0: so this was real. Okay. I almost, I think I convinced myself of that movie. Like, nah, this is not real, and then, it, and then the movie's like, oh yes, it is.
1: <laughs> so we've established before that there are four tiers of cage vod movies there's surprise like good movies yeah which is the seeking justice the Stolen, yeah straight up good ones that are so crazy they're good like a score to settle like inconceivable which is like (laughs) i don't know what's happening this is objectively (laughs) probably not a good movie but it's a lot of fun there's ones that are just fine and then there's the two elevens yes
0: yeah there's the crap but so,
1: this again, I feel like most of the movies this year kind of teeter between two. I think it's either the, the so crazy
0: that it's fun or yeah. just an okay movie. Just okay. But i got to go. It's so crazy, it's good. Yeah. I'm right there. I'm right there with you, man. I mean, as soon as I saw Cage and like the first line out of his mouth is something like, you just broke into the wrong house, mister, or something like that. And he had a gun and he woke up with grabbing the gun. Like, a, I was like, all right, I'm going to be fine this time. This is going to be good. Like, I have to backpedal a little about how much I might have liked Primal. That was the name of that, right? Yes. Primal. Like, that was still fun and everything. I still like that movie, but I definitely like this one more. Yeah, this 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 might even, for me, because my name's not Joey, yeah. and it wasn't screamed a hundred well, times. Will, yeah, let's rank the five this year. Okay. So, this is tops for me. This yeah. is your number, your number one. And then I'm going with Primal. And then I think I go in order of the release. So then score I... Score to settle, running with the score devil, to settle, running with the chain. devil, and Kill Chain. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to say number five for me is Kill Chain. Like, I think that yeah, that's... is... That might have to go bottom <laughs> it's, it's very bad. I think that's one of the worst movies that he's done in a while. Several years.
0: Uh, four, I think I'm going to go... Like, I just can't get Big Game Hunter Cage out of my head, too. You know what I mean? Like, Primal, his character is just amazing. So. I think four is going to be Primal. All right. Yeah. I think number three...
1: Well, in terms of how well-made the movies are, the that quote unquote best movie is Running with the Devil. Oh yeah,
0: it's yeah, it's not yeah. my favorite. If we're talking no, but it's like film, as yes. far as like film language, like someone who knew what they were doing, it plays more like something that could have been in theaters. Out of all of them, that feels like the most theatrical, I'd say. Especially because it has like a cast of people you
1: actually know. Right. You know what I Lawrence mean?
0: Fishburn, Mr. Pepper.
1: Like it's it's tough because a lot of these like I feel like we're we're well they're all pretty much on the same level yes. is
0: the problem. You know, <laughs> like that. <And> so the... <laughs> I'm gonna say
1: five is Kill Chain, four is Primal, three. Three, in terms of favorites, is going to be running with the devil. Mm-hmm. Two, I think, would be this one. And then number one would be a score to settle. Yeah. Okay. But I think that this one, the score to settle, what I like about both of them is that they're very kind of small. Like, the score to settle
0: is for the most part just him and his son. Well, they're both, who, yeah. again, does not exist. <laughs> He's been killed. See, He's I think dead. also, if I didn't catch that earlier that crazy reveal would have probably elevated it more for me. Yes. Oh, but but what's interesting is that's another one of these movies where way at the beginning of the podcast I mentioned it falls into the subcategory of we rented a mansion let's shoot a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's yeah. pretty much what they did. So we're both on in agreement that this is the
1: crazy good territory which is which is good which yeah. is important. Best of the year for us. Okay let's go through the bingo checklist. I haven't gone through this yet so we got a there are and this might take a little bit of time there's we well, let's just 73 see the, things. So. W-
0: well which ones did you pick up like look, did you write them down well, so I, I have
1: I have down. a list. So I have I don't know. So let's just go through it quickly. Is there a Cage Club Podcast Network crossover? No, I don't think there's like. I think this movie kind of stands apart. Like Kelsey Grammer. Mm, no. I mean Brian loves Kelsey Grammer, but like I'm a, sorry. Let's just go through it quickly. So no, a woman is attacked for sure. Yeah, punching. Accentuating the obvious specific word. Cock. Oh yeah. Sucked, yeah. Yes. Cock. Um, sucked. It's not an adaptation. Airplane airport no. An attractive woman finds Cage yes. irresistible. Yes. Another movie plays in this movie. No. No. Awkward sex scene. Yes. yes.
0: Bad accent, yes. Yeah, oh Bad yeah.
1: CGI, no. no. Actually no CGI at all. Billiards are bowling. It feels like this is the kind of house that would have like in a luxurious billiard table. No. Cage compromises a woman? No. No. Cage cries? No. Cage dies? No. Cage whoa, oh, up. whoa. whoa, whoa! Cage died. Oh, Cage shot.
0: <laughs> Hell of gun Cage drinks alcohol.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. Cage drives. Yes. Not on screen. Oh, he drives. Yeah, away. at the end, he drives away. <laughs> like a Cage plane. eats. Yes. Lamb. Yep,
0: yeah. Yeah. Cage freaks out. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Cage grunts. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Has a visible tattoo.
0: Yeah, I saw it. It's okay. on, on his forearm. Okay. No, okay. Now here's the thing though. When they dropped, he was a marine. I don't know if it was a real, if his real tattoo or if you know what I'm saying. But it's if, fine. It's it's in the movie. Okay. He's got a tattoo. Okay. Cage yeah. in jail. No. no. Because he's not
1: going to jail. Cage producer, Saturn Films, yes. Exasperated Broken Man, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) On
0: screen with an animal. No, not in this one. That's crazy, too. Cage on the phone? No. Cage shirtless, no. No. I don't know if we're going to get Cage shirtless anymore. It doesn't look like that. He's kind of got the belly. Cage
1: top build, yes. Cage laughs maniacally.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just fucking with you.
1: (laughs) Oh, there is. I want to say that when, when Buddy shows up to the house and is like... Explains something like, you know, here's who I am, blah, blah, blah. Cage just stares at him for like a minute and a half and then just like puts a cigar and goes, Cage shaves, not on screen. We talked about that. Smokes or does drugs? Well, the the cigar. Cigar, yeah. yes.
0: Does he stand on anything weird? Yes, he's on the top of the house on oh. the perch on the thing shooting the thing.
1: <laughs> Cage starts running again. Don't know that we're going to have Cage running be, yeah. again. Steals something. No. No. Stutters or hesitates. I mean, I think yeah, accentuation yeah. and stuff like that. Cage voiceover, no. Cage wears a hat, no hat in this. Nope. Cage works out, no. Character has multiple names. He's like, well, I mean, mm, he's no. like, don't call me Jarhead. Like he almost, nah, he's like, almost. threatens it. Crazy eyes. Oh, yes. Hell, and he's smoking the cigar. Yes. <laughs> Dancing, no. Dramatic tonal shift. Uh, yeah. Pretty much every scene. <laughs> Elvis or the Beatles, no. Explosions, no. No. Extreme facial expression. Yo. Yes. You flashback, yeah. Uh-huh. The whole movie. Gambling. No. No. Gift-worthy scene? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: think so. A couple.
1: Gold? There's no gold. No. Helicopter? No. Holiday setting? No. Las Vegas? No. Magic mysticism?
0: There should have been. We got oh, so a... Oh, the dolls
1: Montage? No. New Orleans? Yes. yes. Nudity? Yeah. Yes.
0: We get them on the floor. Yes. Yeah. Overreaction? Yes. By the way, no one in the history of... The world ever woke up from sex the way that they're laying down together on top of each other strategically <laughs> like <laughs> overt sexism yes fruit i.e. peaches
1: or bunnies no no
0: this would have been a perfect space for that
1: yeah red sports car no no black, got a black sports car uh religion or spirituality no like no. this is sort of yeah. a, a religious school no. no singing no someone makes a threat the entire time someone plays a musical instrument no returns to another cage film no i think it's all new people yeah title cards yes the beach, now. Time jump, sort of, yeah, kind of. Yeah, i give it at the end there. Titular line spoken, They the news broadcast does say, like, a hurricane ravaged Grand Isle. Okay, but Cage never says,
0: welcome to Grand Isle.
1: <laughs> Twin Peaks connection, I'm going to say the Twangy guitar, sort of sounds like Twin Peaks. Wacky wardrobe?
0: Oh, yeah, no, but I, w- I do want to comment on that shirt he wears the entire movie. That definitely came from his wardrobe. <laughs> He's wearing, like, a really weird sort of texan. I, I equated it to, like, a, co- a modern sort of cowboy shirt. War? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. X-Files connection, no.
1: And that's it. So we have out of a possible seventy three things thirty five.
0: That's huge. It's a pretty big wow, movie. it's a big bingo movie.
1: So I think that's going to be a good thing to keep in mind. Again, it takes a couple minutes to do, but I think would, that was basically, I want to know what's the most Cage Club Cage movie. Okay, thirty five is a pretty. It's a. That's it's hot a, it's there. our bar. It's our. Sal- it's our bar to start. It's I just feel half. like as movies sort of like write themselves to become Nicolas Cage movies, <laughs> kind of is going to. They're going to fall into certain traps. Any
0: other thoughts about Grand I mean, Isle? It, it's ninety nine cents to rent on Amazon. On, so definitely watch this this you know as soon as you can. It's a fun one. You don't have to go watch Kill Shot, but you gotta go watch this one. You know Kill Chain. I mean? Kill Chain. See, I didn't even remember the right What's way. Kill Shot? I don't know. I think that's that's another movie. Dead Shot is Will Smith and Suicide
1: Squad. That's a different thing altogether. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say, though, that since we last put out an episode, there is, and I've not watched it yet, but there is a new documentary about the life of Anton Yelchin. Oh, right, that yes. That supposedly does the voiceover for, the narrations called Love and Tosha, which I think is his Russian name. Yes, yes. And so... Which
0: would make this the sixth movie.
1: But I don't think it doesn't like that. But we're not, not counting it like that. We're not going to count it like that. We're going to talk about, I think we're going to, between now and the time that Colorado Space comes out in January <laughs> I can't believe it you and I that. will both watch Love and Tasha and Love and and talk about that on the next episode but if it's, a, it's yeah. out there you can rent it for a couple bucks it's apparently very very
0: good I mean we love Anton Yelchin he was in yeah. what was he in with Cage when they were spies oh what was it when they went to Russia together and it was the Paul Schrader film and he was the old he paid like a 78 year old man on his oh the runner mo- no no
1: no Fro- the frozen ground frozen? Dying, Dying? Of the Dying? Dying of the Light Dying of the
0: Light you got it nice Nice. yeah Okay. Yeah. so they were in Dying of the Light together yeah Cool. which is not a bad uh that that's probably somewhere around like three on the cage uh VOD. it's okay yeah it's it's just well they also fun, recut fun. it which i have not seen the recut oh version. yes i want to see that we got maybe we'll trader... do, uh, if we get a, like a lull next year you know like if the streak breaks for a couple months maybe we do that maybe
1: we do that maybe we do the recut which is i think called dark something
0: and, and then we, we could do that with, too.
1: well we do that with love and tasha because oh yeah the same yeah, yeah of... okay but we've got Colorado Space, and then I think February is going to be Prisoners oh, of the Ghostland. quick
0: question. I don't know if you can know the answer to this. Can I order a Region 2 copy of Tokarev? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I get, like, a physical disc that says... That? Okay, I'm not... All right, I wasn't sure. I found a version online, but I don't know
1: if you can buy it. Like, I don't know... All right, the official you know, version you, is
0: the... DVD. It's okay, okay. It's interesting. It's a very strange situation.
1: But yeah, we'll be back next year for... At least January for Colorado Space and February for Prisoners of the Ghostland. Unbelievable. If nothing comes out in March, maybe we'll do a whatever the Paul Schrader
0: cut is with Love and Tasha in there. Oh, and we're going, we're working up to six or seven months straight. This is legendary. Like I, no one's, no one sees this, but us, no one has paid any attention to this, but this is, this is unprecedented. Has there ever in the history of films been another actor to release five movies in a row like this Month after month I'm I don't know
1: Probably not it. But we are Rocketing toward 100 movies I think As far as I can tell We're super close If my list is accurate And I don't know That it necessarily is I think we're at 93 Holy crap So it could be next year could be next Or if year. not Early 2021 You
0: know what would be insane There's that rumored movie And I know there's A little bit of contention Within the network About if it's going to be good Or bad Or should even be made But there's that movie uh, Where Cage might play himself oh. well, You think they're going to Get to play me I said I don't know Niggle is Cage yeah. uh, but anyway I, that, what if that's his 100th movie like that would be kind of fitting it would be very thematic like I'm played myself in my 100th movie I, that could be something I'm still bad. worried about that movie but I know, you know we will, see. We'll we will see. see we
1: will see we will see for all things Cage Club you can go to cageclub.me facebook.com slash cageclub or at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram email us mailbag at cageclub.me come back next month next year next year for Colorado Space and then Prisoners of the Ghost Land go check out all 103 episodes or whatever of this plus the 50 Cage Clubs Revisited. Go check out all 26 shows in the network, including, like I mentioned before, we've got a new episode of Viva Pod Vegas coming up within a day or two of this being out. So if you're listening to this, Viva Pod Vegas, for loving you, from 1957, will be out. Every Friday, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, alternating the Tom Tom Club. Tom Tom Club. Cruise Club, Hanks for the
0: memories. Fridays are for fun. Fridays are for fun fun now.
1: Just go to cageclub.me slash shows, poke around 26 shows, 1,350 episodes or so.
0: Lots of things going on. Just,
1: poke around, just say hi, mailbag at cageclub.me. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. And we'll see you next time right here on Cage Club.